Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. And today we are celebrating 20 years of Star Trek Enterprise, but we are not alone. We are joined by Wayne and Jude from Trekmate. Hi, guys. Hello, everybody. Hello, boys. How's it going? Good, thanks. How are you guys doing? Very good. Even better now that we're with you. Yeah. Did we so. feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we were saying this before we started, but the last time we actually had you guys on was for our TP Unscripted episode, Volume 2, which I think we recorded in May of 2020, wasn't it? So. Can't believe it was that long ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, as I said, we thought, celebrating 20 years of Enterprise, we thought, well, there's nobody. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. What, 20 years of Enterprise? Yeah. 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 We thought no one better than you guys who obviously you. Thank you. Enterprise is your favourite series. So I thought there's no one better suited for it. Um, and yeah, so we're just going to be talking about what we love about the series, uh, kind of how fans' perceptions have changed over the years of it, and how it kind of, as the first kind of prequel in Star Trek, how it kind of set mm-hmm. the precedence for kind of the newer, modern. Uh, prequel tracks, tracks like Discovery and well soon to be aired Strange New Worlds um, eh. <laughs> so <Carry on. laughs> that's right um, it's kind of a blend of both our ideas it's kind of one was Jamie's one was mine and Jamie went yeah we're doing both yeah. oh no it wasn't the idea that Jude had no, a problem with no it's not the idea it's not you guys it's more CBS yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, as you as you as you kind of said, Jude, it's like twenty years since Enterprise aired. It's quite Crazy. incredible. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I, I, I think me and Simon didn't kind of watch Enterprise till a lot later, wasn't mm, it? So, no, I watched it when it was airing as well. Oh, you did? In its oh, last okay. past, yeah. So I have, I did watch it. I'm uh, probably on the lowest scale of the likes of Enterprise on this panel, but uh, I like it. Um. Where do where do you uh, rate it, Simon? On uh... I don't really rate it. I like it. I don't love it though. No, I mean like compare. You know, um, if you okay, had to all, rank all the main TV shows, where would you put it? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Beh- <laughs> but behind behind all the other nineties ones, at least. Possibly. I don't know. I don't really rank Jamie really nice. I don't. I I like it. I've never loved it. That's the thing. I I've never really. I I same problem with Deep Space Nine. I like it, but again, I don't love it. So I'm at the far end of the scale. I I like it. I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch anything, but I don't love it. I don't. I I say I'm a next gen boy, so that's kind of first. That's right. Simon, can I just say this is a safe space. You're you're allowed to be in person at a later date. Yeah, I know. I know. No, no. That's the thing. We will not be judgmental of you for your wrong opinions of Enterprise. (laughs) It is okay. Those are your opinions to have. No judgment will be laid upon you. (laughs) We'll just talk about you later. Until we see you next. Yeah. 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 I didn't forget what you said, Simon. Yeah, how, I mean, old, I mean, how old would you guys have been when it first aired? Uh, 12. I would have been, uh, yeah, 12, about 12. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even into Star Trek back then, so. Oh, was it 2001? 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. Well, just take 20 off of your age now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Twenty then for me. Yeah. So and I would have been eighteen. And mm-hmm. I, I think maybe at that sort of age, like sort of twelve, would it would Enterprise have been the right trek? Uh, for, uh, that, I, I I couldn't speak for those guys, but it depends on what you've watched previously yeah. to that. I would say. Well, yeah. this is an interesting thing. This is around the time I was probably get properly getting into Star Trek. I think mm-hmm. I don't actually know when it actually when it was, but I kind of got into it like late nineties. Didn't really understand it, and then got back into it early two thousands, which is about now about two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. So it's just right neck of the woods. Mm. And it was on Channel 4, so it was readily available. So I did watch some of it. I, I, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched some of it. And I think the problem I have with it is, as Jamie knows, there is one episode of season one that I always bloody seem to watch. And that always bloody annoyed me. And it's always stuck with me. Um, and I know you're going to ask, Andorian Incident. And my God, that episode gets tiring once you've watched it four times through. And that's all you've ever seen of it really is okay okay, okay jamie i did say this was point. a safe space but <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> I, think, I think simon simon's point it comes from it's you watch a certain episode of star trek too many times and you get tired of it even though oh, you, it you really enjoy it I oh think... but the thing is the andorian incident wait, are you guys the same age roughly yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, 12 years old would not have been the right age for the Andorian incident. Because that's the one we did on YouTube, right? Yeah, that's the one. We love I it. I fucking love Sorry, I love, I bleeping love that one. No, we it's don't just, care. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's just, I ended up watching that over and over again, and it's just like, oh, for God's sake, not this one again. It's just that, that's, oh, that's it. It's not. I think it only a, works that episode. That's all. It only works if you kind of accept everything you've seen before it, all the movies, all the TOS stuff, even all the TNG stuff, just like ramming down your throat. But Vulcans are good. Vulcans mm-hmm. are purely good. They can do no wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's what makes that episode good. Is I think that that's like, one of the things I liked, I love about Enterprise. I said, I think, as you guys know, I recently rewatched through it um, mm. and I've come to appreciate it even more kind of. Uh, particularly like uh, so I mean and this I'll give credit to some of this like Hoshi for example I never used to I was never bothered by her before I was like yeah she's there she does stuff but but uh, things like that and um, even like certain episodes I've gone I've certain episodes I've re-watched and gone wasn't that fond of them but actually gone well, actually it's not that bad and mm-hmm. like you know things like the Vulcans as you said I mean uh, some of us are saying, oh, but that's not how Vulcans are. They've completely ruined the personality and the history of the Vulcans. Like, yeah, but it's first contact. They've only with the Vulcans, you know, humanity's only kind of known them for a short time. So it's not going to be, it's not all going to be rosy, is it? So, no. I think, and I think like, it we're makes nearly like a good hundred years from uh, TOS. So mm. that's a, a lot of history there. Mm. And um, I really enjoyed that part of the show. But you know, I think I think when I finished watching for Enterprise again recently, I, I you know I can understand why you guys love it. I can understand mm. why it's your favourite track because in some ways now I think it's mine as well. And it's sure. something quite cathartic about the fact that they're, they're the underdogs. Like as you know, they didn't. I said they didn't have like literally they didn't have shields for God's sake, and you know not until later they didn't get like torpedoes, facing torpedoes or whatever it is. Tor- oh God. Um, yeah, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, 
so they were very much the underdogs and had to come up with kind of innovative ways to get out of situations that they ended up in. Mm-hmm. So. And, and and the thing is, it's like I remember when it first came out and when they were billing it because it was just after Voyager ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I remember rightly, yeah. I think Voyager just ended. Yeah, so yeah, it was the only it was the only uh, new Trek coming. Yeah. And back then you didn't get all of your news like two seconds after it happens on the Internet. Yeah. It was a question of like most of my Star Trek news I would get. I would uh, I would check up on the Internet, but I would be relying on Star Trek Monthly and mm. uh, other things to get like in-depth interviews about stuff. And when they were building up Enterprise, I was so skeptical because I was like, Christ, like it, it, Star Trek were meant to be going forward in the future. You're not meant to be going back. We've seen that. Mm. And it's like, uh, and TOS by far was my least favorite Trek mm. behind everything else. And, yeah. and then also it was a question of like, oh, they're just calling it Enterprise. They're not even putting Star Trek on it. Like, they're trying <laughs> that to was odd. It. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that, to be honest. Yeah, it, it, I think they're trying to differentiate from the other checks, but when season three came around, there's in the plot and they just, they just slapped, they literally slapped on the title Star Trek Enterprise on the, uh, on the yeah, you know. just owned it by that point. Yeah, someone so. realised it was a stupid idea because yeah. the thing is as well, some people who may have watched it because it's Star Trek might not have even clicked on that it was Star Trek because there was no Star Trek in the title. Mm. So it, yeah, I know it's like there aren't many people that would have done that, but still they're uh, possibly reducing viewer base. I think so. Yeah, it, it, I felt at that time like they were kind of. Uh, I realise different now. They were just trying something different, but it was like they were treating those two words as dirty words. Yeah. Star Trek. Mm. Yeah. No, it, absolutely. And and the thing is as well, because all of the other series are. Uh, uh, wraps up and I was still eager for more Star Trek even though they say like it, it was, the franchise was suffering burnout at the time mm. and I went into Enterprise expecting to dislike it mm. I was mm. expecting to be disappointed um, but then when watching the first episode, I thought, okay, okay, this is this is all right. This is this isn't that bad. And I, then I still say I think it's the best opening episode to any Star Trek series. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think at the time, my first watch through, I didn't love it as much as I do now. Mm. But it's, that's it, because you were skeptical. Yeah, exactly. At that point, I was already in that mindscape, but. The winning factor, uh, the the one thing that I was like, no, I'm definitely going to give this my all, was the fact that it was, uh, it was, um, fuck, why is my brain going dead? Uh, Jonathan Archer Scott was, Bacula. was being yeah. played by Scott Bakula. And I love yeah. Quantum Leap. So mm-hmm. I was like, so it's like, well, it can't be that bad. Scott Bakula's <laughs> in it. Yeah, I am. Um, I still need to because Simon got me into Quantum Leap. I still need to um, finish it off. And actually, Scott Bakula, he's in. Um, well, he's finished, but he was also in. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of a show called NCIS. Yeah, I know he's in it. I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah, with him in it, yeah he's, I've he's got to main, do that. 
he's the main character in that and he's excellent in that as well and it's just mm. like i so bet he is yeah and he's one of the reasons i'd love to meet him in person as well same yeah. oh mate honestly he does not disappoint he is the nicest guy that you could ever meet just so lovely so friendly and honestly it, it whether it you never know when the curtains are closed he could be a real arsehole but when the lights are on oh he's so lovely i highly doubt it to be honest yeah no yeah. i think he's as much of a nice guy as what he pertains but no huge man crush on scott Bakula. he's such Same. a non- <laughs> nice guy yeah yeah and i think he played archer excellently and actually oddly i, I quite, grew to quite like archer even more as captain watching it this time around as well mm-hmm. so just yeah i just it's just like because I don't know what it is about Enterprise, but it's just something about it. And I think out of all this old track, that's not to say that the others are, are bad or anything, but um, like I think DS9 and particularly Enterprise have re- aged really well. Oh, totally, absolutely. And I think that's I think what Enterprise does well uh, is which Deep Space Nine also done well was the fact that they did have those bottle episodes that you always, but you tended to have, especially after season one, you had those overarching stories mm. that were going on. So you had a reason to want to come back and watch more and you was getting more and more invested. And like you, Jamie, I, I enjoyed seeing the progression through the series of, their most basic like things like slowly getting upgraded slowly introducing new mm. tech so they were moving towards the tos era yeah yeah i'm not sure whether they should have done the allegory for 9-11 as we're kind of on the anniversary of it sorry oh, to wait for this indie plot line yeah uh what, what do you think that come out uh well 2003, I think. Oh, I see. Yeah. You're, you're, you're saying that they based their stories based on what had happened on in real life. Yeah. I never took that. I had, I'd never thought of it that way, but I, I can sort of see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, John Billingsley thought a, so. Right. Yeah, no, a lot of entertainment uh, reacted in that way at that time, though. To be fair, mm. I mean, you know, it's, it's, movies, it's TV shows, a, a lot of things did that after after that day. Mm. I mean, and Star Trek's always been one to kind of explore current issues, but I think it's yeah. kind of maybe it was. I think for Simon, maybe you saying kind of it was probably too soon after that kind of. Well, thing. even John Billingsley said, "I'm not quite certain we should have done that in uh, season three. Mm. I'm. I I hadn't thought about it at the time. Well, well, at the time that I first watched it. Yeah, I I personally never linked the two, and I I still wouldn't. But at the same time, I get where you're coming from. But I, I it's a question of with the actual with the Zindi, it it kind of is different enough from like 9-11 I think so you've got like the collection haven't you the collection of of races and stuff it's not one and 
and also then you find that they're being manipulated into believing mm-hmm. that Earth's this big threat and so it's yeah I get where you're coming from but personally for me I found the Zindi arc a highlight but I'm not I'm not gonna have my next rewatch the same way I thought it was gonna be now Simon <laughs> said that but it's but it's there the whole time though, and it yeah I, I, I feel like and to be that. fair even in season one there is a little bit of it there with detained so it's not like none of it was really um would it, uh, would that necessarily wouldn't be the case though because that pro- uh, uh season one the majority of that surely would have been filmed long before nine eleven. Sure. Or at least written. Mm. But it it has this weird. um, Oh, I don't know what the word is, but with a bit of with um, hindsight, it's a bit strange looking back at it. Mm -hmm. You mean the timing of it in relation to nine eleven? In terms of Iraqi war and. Afghan uh, war and all that sort of thing, yeah. yeah. Did you say detained? Yeah. 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 Off, yeah. The Taliban. Yeah, yeah. The timing of the timing of that when detained kind of aired and that. that I'm just looking at my uh, phone, just realizing how weird it is that we're having this conversation in. Mm, yeah. Forty-five minutes. But it I is nine eleven. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up because it is a kind yeah. of it is a big obvious thing that is apparent. Yeah. And you can't, if you talk about Enterprise, you can't really not talk about it. And it's something that, uh, sure, I th- it's great that they made it, you know, kind of darker from one and two. But I'm not certain they should have done that particular storyline. Yeah. But who knows where it would have gone in five, six and seven. I, I know. Cause it, they'd it, given it the chance. I appreciate that they weren't afraid to go in areas that people might have uh, backed away from. And Star Trek, once again, does it, it, it like continuing on from that tradition of genes, of touching on subjects, but because you wrap a sci-fi cloth around it, you manage to put on a narrative that can be reflective of current situations, but get away with it because it's sci-fi and it's aliens. I personally loved it with the sort of like slow build of the the first two seasons where it was mainly about exploration and learning and getting used to things. And then like three and four is just like, oh, my God, what's going on? Mm. I love that that feeling. I think it's just me playing devil's advocate as I kind of always try to be. I think I think it's it's just an interesting thing. And I'm just trying to put some points across because like the theme tune i don't really care the finale i'm not too faffed about really i can make a bit of headcan and make it work for me it's kind of not the worst thing ever and i think three i will watch it there is all that going in the back of my head but in some ways i don't really wayne it is still kind of it's still fiction it's still not real mm-hmm. and they have taken elements to the real world and yeah i think as you said the timing of it is interesting isn't it i think mm-hmm. as you say it's kind of maybe it's a coincidence it's, it's just but... maybe a bit too on the nose for parts yeah. of it that that's what i'm probably getting at more than anything else with a bit more with a bit of fiction thrown in for good measure just kind of oh let's it's different enough 
that sort of sense to it. But mm-hmm. it's, I, I think, yes, I, I like it. I, I like Enterprise overall. I say I would love to have seen an X refit, if I'm honest. And you know the theme tune, I I love that. I I think the theme tune. I've all, I've always liked it from the very first time I watched it. I was like, what? I think I thought it was hilarious back then that they'd done that, but now I love it. Now yeah. I absolutely well, it's, love it's it. sort of its time, isn't it? It's just kind of early two thousands. Like you know, what? I just put a song to it. Just why not? Yeah. No, I was doing it. I enjoyed it straight away. And uh, but the one thing I would say is season one's version of the intro theme tune is by far the best they kept trying to change it didn't they to sort of adapt like okay if you didn't like it we'll change it a little bit it's the beat in like the third season it's like we're gonna make it a bit puffy and it's like yeah who thought that like okay random i prefer the earlier version myself yeah and i want to know if you know this bit of trivia but you know the Suluban future guy. Do you know who that's meant to be? No. Uh, what was in uh, was intended to be, or just that they like were planning on using the character, but then backed away from, and changed it. Who who was meant to be behind it? Who was that? It was Q. I don't, no, I don't know. It's was meant to be Sue. Archer. Oh, oh, what it was meant to be himself. It's meant to be Archer talking to Suluban's. So why did they change it? I don't know. I might because it got cut, maybe because it never went five seasons or more, possibly. You talk away, and I'll try and look that up because I I can mm. find out where that. Is. I think even if I've not read that, I think me and Wayne have maybe sort of speculated on that in the past. I'm mm-hmm. sure we've said that at some point, but no, I I I I never really knew. No, I mean it's not until Simon mentioned it to me, kind of, and I, I was like, "Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know that." So that was that was interesting. That was, yeah. And the thing is, as well, with the whole like time travel, temporal Cold War, and stuff, it was it, it that was touching on. Uh, like we've always had like in odd episodes of Trek, we've like had glimpses of time travel with like agents from the future that are protecting timelines and whatnot so it was well within the realms of trek to have someone trying to manipulate time for their own benefit it's so funny though the fact that they've got it on you know on a program with scott bacula basically (laughs) oh yeah after all that time jumping for like a whole decade before it and the nx01 had a fire pole had a what Firepole. Fire Fireman's pole. Did it? See, that would have been cool. Yeah. I, I would love to have seen Did we Archer see going up and down his pole. <laughs> <laughs> up and down your pole. Well, like... <laughs> Whoever provides the pole, that, that's up to interpretation. Yeah. But, yeah, no, okay, so... Okay, then. shall we go through? What do you want to do, Simon? Do you want to touch on characters? Do you want to what? Sorry, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, oh. do you want to touch <laughs> on characters? Do you want to? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, we can we can do that. I don't mind. Um, I mean, I like... love them all in advance. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah. I was. I, I... 
I was really uh, happy to see such a different race with flocks. Yeah. And like, someone who's totally alien that we've not seen before, but also he was he it, what I enjoyed about him is he was almost like he was a bit of a McCoy. He was out there. He was like figuring things out like on his own because it and enjoyed the fact that he took this uh, post because it would be doing something entirely different that uh, no one had experienced before. He wanted to be out in the wilderness. Mm and finding uh, like all of these new things and so many things that they encounter flocks just manages to uh, figure out by wanking one of his bats off mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's honestly uh, and who who couldn't love that smile yeah. optimism captain yes yeah and you know i just said even like i said like hoshi for me like i mean she's like Simon rightly puts she's like the, like the unsung hero, I think, and like she gets more to do, and there's more, oh, there's more depth to her than I previously remember, particularly like in the first couple of seasons. You know, there's more to her than meets the eye, like you know, and I just, think there was room in the, you know, in what would have been the following series to expand the stories of all the sort of secondary characters hoshi especially mm. they could they did do a bit with her mm. you know uh but they could have done so much more and i think yeah, they would have done but i think kind of it was just saying because i think kind of by season three and four she I, I felt like she got pushed aside a bit which i thought was yeah. kind of a shame yeah um but yeah i mean but then other other things they did like i mean like I mean, like to Paul, like I mean, how sexualized she was in the first two seasons. My God, I mean, but by Seven season of nine syndrome. Yeah, but by yeah, season so... three and four, that had pretty much fallen away. Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't until I kind of rewatched it. I was just like, blimey, they, you know, they really brought her to the forefront with that. You know, kind of depicting her in that way. But again, that that got really toned down, which I, which I thought was a good thing. Yeah. Um, Shame they didn't give a character to Malcolm Reed though. <laughs> I, I, again, he's another one where I think if they had a few more seasons, they could yeah. have done more with it. They did do a bit with it. Like he I, did, I could talk to you about up, Malcolm, though. but he does have a character. Like he may not be as likable as the mm. other characters and stuff. Well, we certainly know him more than all of the Discovery cast put together. <laughs> oh God, no! Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. In some ways, I think I'd agree with that, yeah. yeah, Um, uh, Hoshi, though, to your point, what I loved about Hoshi is she was a real reflection on Uhura because Uhura, we always would see her just sitting in the background, open the hailing frequencies. That was pretty much it. And it's like it was obviously amazing to have Nichelle in that position for TOS. But having... Hoshi uh, as like the same sort of job as what Uhura was doing, but just showing how competent she was. She yeah. it, she was a precursor for the Uhura from the 09 movies, like an amazing linguist, a very like. Uh, but also, you would see her going through these uh, like emotional struggles with regards to her fears of all different things and overcoming them. 
to be the professional and to uh, do her job and just being very, very competent and very good at what she done. She she also reminded me, I know it's not the same role, but she reminded me of Deanna Troy, you know, that sort of role where, you know, she's actually given more of a chance to justify why she, why, why she's there. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. Deanna Troy maybe didn't get that so much uh, in those first four seasons mm-hmm. of her mm-hmm. show. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, in our season, like certain episodes of Deanna, which are just really poorly written. Yeah, and, like, just thinking, what on earth are you doing with her character? And then other times, it was sad, yeah. Then she did, should be fantastically written. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, certain characters in Enterprise, yeah, I mean, like Malcolm, I'm, I'm kind of with Simon on that one. Although he did, he did, uh, the, uh, it was just like he did, he does like to blow stuff up. Malcolm yeah, well, really it's like I said, not all characters have to be likable, do they? Yeah. You don't have to want to be mates with all of them. Oh no, I think I think I didn't I didn't mind Malcolm as much rewatching for it. I think there's more to him there. It's just again, I just don't think he was given as, as you guys have kind of said with some of the characters. They they if there'd been more seasons, I think there would have been given more. I mean, and I mean, again, yeah, like they could have gone more into his history. They like they go into it a tiny bit, but I think he's just like that part of human nature where he's scared of what they might find. So instead of wanting to communicate he just wants to attack doesn't he he wants to blow everything up like you said he just you know he's ready to defend and and i think that's what he is so because of that he doesn't have as much chance to shine but he has little moments you know he does and you know travis is another one again i think he he wasn't utilized fully either even though he did get a couple of good episodes i think it was fortunate some mainly horizon um which are both really good episodes of his he was another one I, I liked as well. Again, who was unfortunately underutilized. But again, Definitely. I think if, if Enterprise had gone beyond season four, I'm sure that would have that would have changed. Me yeah. too. Uh, absolutely, because I don't. Uh, I I like Mayweather. Unfortunately, he suffers with Harry Kim syndrome. Yeah. And he he drew the shortest straw, I think, in Enterprise of all of them. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And but we've. Uh, with regards to Reed, I I always felt that they very much lent into the stereotypical British archetype. Uh, I felt it funny that there was even still a Navy uh, at that point in time, <laughs> considering. That was interesting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's like, oh, OK, well, I suppose it's still early doors in... Um, like space exploration, so I suppose people still have their armies going about, like in case shit kicks off. It's only a hundred years from now. It's still pretty crazy now. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but no, and uh, I would say that he, yes, he was blander than other characters, but I didn't dislike him i didn't dislike him i i i, I enjoy moments of reed and i, I he, he fit the cast didn't he like yeah he was he was certainly very different i think you need you need that diversity in terms of yeah i think you need that so that, that's hmm. something that as much as we all love tng that's how tng suffered sometimes when there wasn't that conflict between characters where 
there's mm-hmm. big differences between people, disagreements, stuff like that. There's too yeah. much getting along in TNG. Yeah, I think, I think that's why probably DS9 and, and to said now probably Enterprise is my favourite trick because you do have that conflict there. Mm. Um, and and also it, it, Malcolm Reed does answer that age-old question of what would happen if Worf was an English white man. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he, he just shares a lot of uh, oh, those yeah. sorts of traits. Yeah, just, yeah, he, yeah. I think you know, Wolf always kind of went for the more, always goes for the more kind of aggressive options. Like, we need to attack. We need to attack. And this both of like, their captains don't listen to them. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> both get ignored. we didn't have a subplot trying to find out his favourite food, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? I'm sure there's been discussions of that elk in TNG when yeah. people have been trying to figure Worf out. Yeah. Well, within two seconds of Q who, it's like, hey, you like prune juice. There you go. And then Mimi's born, like, there you go. It was Enterprise, you know, half half an episode trying to work out he likes pineapple. Okay. Mm. Um, Sure. With his family that doesn't even know him. Yeah, yeah. you would... Yeah. It's a weird sort of character <laughs> building that though. It, it's just showing that he's very closed. Yeah, but very again, different. they could have expanded on it later yeah, on. Yeah, again, I think maybe they were going to. I think reflecting on it, trying to kind of show he's not very close, probably not very close to his parents. Yeah, but yes. that's. But also that is, that is reflective with regards to his involvement with Section Thirty One. Yeah. So it is. You wouldn't be in that organization and be an open book at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I don't look upon him as critically uh, as that. I enjoy his interactions uh, with uh, with Trip, and I I love that one episode. I forgot the what Shuttle, it's Shuttle Pod One. Yeah, Shuttle Pod One. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, no. So I think there it, that there definitely was a warm-hearted person in there. He was just socially awkward and also didn't want people to get too close in the sense of knowing what he and like and like what his role has previously been. Yeah, and I think actually now you've kind of mentioned that. I think there was. I think he actually says, well, you know, that that's not how I was. But like, I think he said. He was in the navy. His family were in the navy, and that, that it was tradition. It was like, well, you know, you don't get. It's like it's like in uh, the episode Minefield. He doesn't want to have. He, like he hesitates to have breakfast with Archer. It's a very awkward thing when Archer yeah. wants him for breakfast. It's like that's just not how it works. It's like he's always been taught of a. It's a strict chain of command. You don't fraternise with your superior. You and and you know, all of all of what we're saying there, how like we said, how different is that to Worf? It, it's not really. Mm. Is it? Yeah. No, it, no, it very much isn't. And mm. Wolf doesn't get the same flack. Mhm. Yeah. But uh, yes, I think he got, he got uh, not only seven series, he got uh, what was it, ten series? Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in four, four, season four. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but, I, 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 one thing I would say though is I would definitely like to have a drink with Dominic Keating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's he seems like a fucking crazy guy. Yeah, I saw, I saw their talk. I saw Dominic Keating and um, Connor Trenier's talk in Frankfurt. 
and that oh, was nice. that was amazing talk and again it's uh, i love the actors and i say dominic keating's incredible he's such a great guy it's just a shame his character just doesn't have any sense of his character in there and i would I say that's what would have been would great be to get to nice five to seven to have that in there but again as you've both said we didn't get there because it got cancelled before it had the chance to because i think future read when you see him in the future in various different kinds you can really see that there's a bit of growth in there but we never got to see that growth because the show got cancelled so i think that's a shame he would have come into his own in season five say, onwards i'm just gonna say it once i'm sure i've said it on Trekmate a whole bunch of times but instead of bloody discovery and all these other programs they're making why couldn't they just bring enterprise back yeah. why it's it so Enter- easy to do with enterprise as well all of the it because it's the one that has been most closest all of the cast are still at an age where they could yeah. slip back into those they roles all would have been really easily well that's and that's the thing as well i think fans would want it because i said you know the, the perception of enterprise has changed over the years in a positive way mm. you know fans I said have gone as well actually it's actually and again I'm, same I said, way as um deep space nine just a slightly less slightly delayed reaction DS9's got it's just a bit younger mm. in the love that it's getting it's just a bit slow which is I think why we went for the joint thing because it's like Jamie, this is what Jamie's point was and mine was the precursor thing so it's it's yeah it is coming and I think a few years time and I think it will be kind of get the same thing as Deep Space Nine and I imagine there will be a documentary coming soon I really hope so. It definitely deserves it. It seems as that seems where the where the tide's going. It seems where it's all directing to. We've had Deep Space Nine, we've had Voyager, or well, having yeah. Voyager. Next one up, logically, is Enterprise. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that's what should be coming up because they seem to be I on guess, a bit of a uh, run. It might, if that was to be the case, it, I, I don't know what either of them really does these days, but it'd have to be Brandon Braga and Rick Berman for sort of put that together because it you know uh that's what it was with uh ds9 and uh, uh what we left uh, behind yeah. yeah yeah so it's not going to be paramount on their own they're not interested they just want to do the new stuff so it's got to be a mixture of the fans and the the, the creators themselves so i have to and, look into that and also because uh because enterprise didn't perform for them uh in america it it, because the funny thing is right is back especially pre like mid 2010s america cbs paramount they didn't give two shits how something was performing over here they only cared about the viewer numbers in america yeah and because with enterprise they had put it on as like their flagship on whatever channel it was, Paramount something or other. Um, it was a question of, it, it was a channel that was already failing. So, mm. and because it wasn't pulling in those same numbers as TNG, which was only putting in those numbers because it was syndicated everywhere. Yeah. So it was being shown on countless channels and they expected it to perform the same. Where I remember over here, 
enter because I was watching it uh, as it was coming out on Sky. Channel Four, wasn't it in the in the mornings? Uh, no, it was Sky. Uh, I'm sure I watched it on Sky. Sky first. originally, and I think they ended up on Channel Four later on because I remember season four oh, coming out on Channel Four. Yeah. yeah, and that was Sunday afternoons, if I remember rightly. So that was kind of graveyard. I was twenty years old, so uh, afternoon was my morning at that time. I expected. <laughs> yeah, no, but as far as I can remember, people it was getting those numbers on Sky. It was doing well, and the thing is, is uh, once again, it, it was the same with Deep Space Nine. Uh, I. I know there is always a huge disconnect between people who did and who did not have Sky. Mm. But as for any Trek fan that I know that would ha- had Sky was tuning in and was loving Deep Space Nine and was loving that, yeah. Enterprise because they were putting it on those prime slots. Yeah. Because yeah. it was always consistently on in the evening. Normally, I can't remember now what it was, whether it was a Sunday or uh, so it, was, it was one of the prime slots where then Channel Channel 4 would fuck it about with regards to what time they would show it. Yeah. And and, and that's and, actually, that's what, that's what, you say, I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of that's what happened with TR, partly why TOS season three was such a flop because they mm. kept, I think they changed it for like, I think it was like, I think it was like, Monday or something, like a Friday night, which is like, well, that's when everyone's out in the evening and not going to be standing to watch Star Trek. No. So it effectively killed it. And I, I dare say the same thing probably partly with Enterprise as well, because Channel 4, as you said, Channel 4 kept messing there around. Yeah. 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 So, and the thing is, when you make it hard for people to consistently follow something, there is going to be drop-off. Yeah, and particularly at that point with Enterprise doing the ongoing story arcs, like the the, the Zindi plotline, like the three the three part episodes they were doing in and two parts they were doing in season four as well. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So it's it, I I I think that if Enterprise had came now with the like uh, with the climate that is now in the sense of you can watch when you want. I swear it'd blow the others out of the water right now if it was a yeah. new thing. Mm. Yeah, I honestly do. Because, and it holds up so well. And also, yeah. out of all of the old treks, obviously we've had the remasters since. But it was the one that held up the best because it was the first to be filmed in HD. Yep. Widescreen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and just I love I've, I've always loved the blue uniforms they have the blue jumpsuits I've always loved them. Probably I was just bit. thinking that today I've got to get one at some point. Yeah, I really do want one. That's yeah, what I must have my mind. And and the NXO one actually is my favourite ship. It's my most favourite ship. I love it. It's very ship. nice, isn't it? Mm. Very once, cool. Once again, you've brought up great points that are, it's it done so well at bridging what i loved about the show is it done so well at bridging the time period between yeah. now reality yes and tos yeah yeah so it's like, okay then we know what our like what our astronauts are wearing now when they're out on NASA the iss that. and everything so and you and we know what they're wearing in the future and you can see that bridge between now and then yeah, and you can felt see very real and you can yeah. see the NXO one 
as that could be done. That, that seems reasonable. That seems like it was entirely within the realm of possibility. Agreed, yeah. Like the engine room uh, in particular, whenever they were in that room, felt very real to me. Mm. Mhm. And also, just like, uh, and even when you get it, it, it also what I enjoyed about it as well is it had that submarine sort of feel because it was yeah. that much smaller. And that's and a that, nice sort of tribute to Gene as well, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Mm. And I think also why why Enterprise again is kind of been is uh, is kind of gaining more kind of momentum in terms of people enjoying it. I get it because I think the times of as you said, it was a series that maybe at, at that point maybe was the wrong time for it in a certain way. Whereas I don't know of, if the market had just been oversaturated with Trek at that point, where yeah. maybe they could have done to have like a year or two off, but I don't think CBS Paramount could stand the idea of that. They, I, I don't no. think they wanted to be away. Like yeah. people might forget about us or something. We've got to and get think, the next show out. And I think you know Berman and Bragger, I know they get a lot of flack, but it's mm. like I think as Berman said, and it's like well, you know, he'd been doing Trek at that point since Next Generation for almost twenty years. He was feeling burnt out. He was feeling fatigued from it. Fantastic. I understand that, but I really yeah. feel like they they actually got things right finally. Those I think mm-hmm. I said this to Wayne the first time I was on a podcast with him. It's like. I think they took everything they'd learned over decades and put it all into this program to get it right and put more money into this program that they didn't have and just just made everything right. Everything, like the actors, the sets, the story. Oh, yeah. And, and I think as a, for a prequel, in terms of the continuity, I think they actually did a pretty good job. Very. Well, well the thing is, as well, is when people would moan about continuity, Fuck, they didn't know what was coming. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh but with God. regards to continuity there, Enterprise done everything within its power to bring brand new storylines and fit within that Trek continuity. Yeah. It never just threw everything out entirely like some shows <laughs> might do. <laughs> However, it, it managed to do everything perfectly. It's like it, uh, whether it was a question of the Mirror Universe episodes that then tied back into the TOS episodes with the Defiant and the uh, Tholians, or whether it was a question of um, like uh, like the Borg episode, they managed they managed to tie back into First Contact. And you who, yeah. So good, yeah. And not and not disturb the uh things of the board because it was it was a genuinely uh, it, it, like almost like horror themed episode that could it, like to younger viewers would have had that Doctor Who effect of like like being scared behind the sofa of yeah. these zombie like uh, creatures that because they didn't know who the fuck the Borg was. And it didn't it didn't then have like this precursor of, oh shit, it's the Borg. No, they were yeah. never mentioned. And the thing was, and I, I literally I didn't actually think about this until now, but the end of that episode we just actually made the Borg seem like a threat again. Whereas yeah. 
yeah, turn them into individuals. It's it's all fine, it, you know. But in in Voyager, they just became another alien of the week. They just it just yeah, it was a shame that it just became too commonplace. Yeah, don't don't tell the security guards that their weapons weren't actually re remodulated. Yeah. <laughs> just, just don't tell them that. Just yeah, I don't you'll be fine. I... Nothing, not going to bother you. <laughs> it's always... it's going to happen. <laughs> it's Archer and Breed managed to get off like ten shots at the Borg before they adapt, and it's like the security officers when they come aboard when the Borg infiltrate the Enterprise. I think it's like one or two shots and they've adapted. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what I love about the Borg though is the fact that Picard accidentally discovers like I, no one had the fucking idea until like Picard was on the holodeck to try real bullets. Yeah, and there is irony that the actually first contact is actually more protected than the twenty fourth, but yeah, but the, and then <laughs> all of all of Voyager, they spend so much time with the board, but <laughs> no one decides to like smack him around the head with a mallet. Mm. And like, so, yeah, no, it's just like traditional weapons would have worked fine. Didn't have wolf on hand, and his weapons are quarters. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it, yeah, exactly. If a bat left can get my through. Quarters. Go down to the replicator and go, okay then, mate, we need an AK-47. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You've got an unlimited supply of ammo with your replicators there. But, but Yeah, so, but, it, but even certain episodes of Enterprise, like ones that I didn't previously think much of, I grew even fond of some of them. I think you were the same, weren't you, Sarah, a couple of episodes, what was it? Vox Solar and I think uh, Observer Effects, just a couple of examples. They, you know, I, I was only saying to Wayne earlier on, they have some very slow episodes at times, but mm. they're still good to go back and watch. Like, mm. you've just got to be in the right mood or right mind. Yeah, I mean, there's only a couple of episodes I, I've never, only a couple of episodes of Enterprise, which I still really dislike, and I've never changed my opinion. But that's just like, oh, I can't. Mm. But at the same time, those slow episodes they would give me huge TNG feels. Because yeah, it, it happened all the time back then. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's like you, it, you're saying, Julie, that they took what they uh, had learnt from the previous years of yeah. Trek and just made it uh, and put it all into these shows. Mm. But and with regards to like the, the the continuity that was a huge thing that people had an issue with and i i think that it fitted in perfectly yeah i mean the thing i think i think a lot i think for a lot of people it was mainly this in the arc it's like well it's never mentioned in the future and that's such a big event that earth went through but i'm just like well you know what i, I just don't care it's like yeah maybe it's true but just because it, it hasn't been discussed doesn't mean that it's never exactly. happened. Oh, I think I think actually I think they did actually come up. I think actually I think it was Daniel said, "Oh yeah, the information hasn't reached the future. It hasn't reached our time yet." So I think they do try and explain it away as that, and I can live with it. But even if they didn't explain it, I'd be like, I don't care anyway. It's such a good story arc. Even even just a TOS though, like a hundred years is a long time. Mm. A lot of stuff can happen in that time. A lot of nice stuff, yeah. a lot of other horrible stuff, and yeah. that other horrible stuff uh, can overshadow the last horrible thing, you know? But also, we do have a get-out-of-jail-free card in the sense of, 
we know from episodes like Regeneration uh, and like from things that Zephyrin Cochran has said that this the Enterprise takes place in a universe where first contact has happened. So mm-hmm. like the film first contact, not the action first contact. So you can yeah. say that Enterprise is in an alternate universe to the original TNG and Voyager uh, episodes because first contact hadn't happened yet. So the Borg hadn't gone back and created this skewed timeline. Yeah. Something has happened. So if anyone has got a be up their ass about continuity, <laughs> you can go, ah, different timeline. We, we we like parallel universes in Star Trek. We do. <laughs> yeah. What about you, so What are your thoughts on that? Nah, I don't know. Well, it's, again, it's what you guys kind of we've been saying the whole way through subtextually. Kind of. Well, it's not like Discovery is not rewriting history or anything like that. So Enterprise doing it. At least they didn't steamroller it through too much. Like. Discovery is just kind of George, yeah, yeah the, we've dropped a bomb down Kronos. Oh yeah, this happened. What? What? Hang on a minute. So I'm I think just, in if terms you guys of my didn't head, know, I'm out on Discovery now. Oh, just, we know, we know, yeah, yeah. we know, <laughs> we both know how you but both stand if, on if it. If it makes you feel better, guys, I mean, we we we're going to be doing a season three retrospective on Discovery, but. Yeah, I might have to give it a listen, actually. I, I'm happy to hear you guys talk about it. I just don't want to watch it. Let's <laughs> just say, me and Simon, when we first watched season three, we, again, we need to rewatch it, but we didn't like it. We really, I, I particularly mm. really didn't like season three. I had a lot of issues with it. So when we rewatch it, who knows? Maybe my opinion will change. But yeah, but... Um, but I think one of the other things as well, Enterprise obviously has got to be credited with, is it was the first prequel series that was ever done. And that's mm-hmm. said, I think that has set the precedent. It was pretty for, daring, really. Yeah. Pretty daring. You got know, a lot think, of criticism. It, you know, and I think that obviously has set the precedence for, like, like discovering and when it eventually airs Strange New Worlds. So I think that's 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 mm-hmm. quite interesting. I think. I'm willing to give it a chance. I, I will give that one a chance when it comes Jamie, out. Jamie, just that just that one remark has made me start to hate Enterprise. It's <laughs> 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 Enterprise's timeline. fault that we have Discovery. Now, and oh, Kelvin timeline as well. You swung me on it. They were right. <laughs> Enterprise, the bastards. <laughs> no, but I don't think I don't think it tarnishes Enterprise in any way. No. Personally, it doesn't. Uh, but it, 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 I said, it, I think it does. It has. It, I think without Enterprise, you wouldn't. In some ways, it's kind of depressing for. I suppose if you don't like discovering that, yeah. It, it, without, if you didn't have Enterprise, I don't think you would have had prequels like Discovery, like because as well, you know, it opened the door for the O nine movie, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's Enterprise is pretty much the vanguard for the last ink of the last Star Trek, like tail end of the golden age of star trek and then we then now in the you know new age of star trek it was like oh nine you know kelvin timeline discovery and everything else that we've got are kind of there are two different things really two different entities because i say oh, this is modern television oh that's good but we'll do that we'll, we'll do that thing yeah Whereas i think yeah so golden sorry. age of trek kind of did its own thing mm. Mm-hmm. And that was or, the last time I'm God starting God. to recognise it as is real Trek and fake Trek. 
Don't be a hater, Duke. Sorry. You're just trying to antagonise people. Don't come here with none of your anti-discovery shit, you male chauvinist pig. I think, Jamie, do we have guests for how we would change Star Trek Discovery, do you think? Maybe we should. Would you guys like to join us for that? How we would improve Star Trek yeah, Discovery? Yeah, I, I, I think we can control ourselves enough for that. You know that's going to be a long podcast of how it could be better. No, I've, I've already it could be a really short list. one. It would just be like everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, we're going now, guys. Yeah. How do you make Enterprise uh, Discovery better? Well, my first note does actually say start from scratch, so we're on a sort of similar page there. Yeah, yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I think you know, I think um, yeah, I, I said, you know, with modern Trek, what what they're trying to do, they're trying to cater to think to all fans. So you've got people like who want to go forward in time, well, kind of Discovery and, and Picard, but. Those that kind of, you said the prequel kind of thing, like had the Enterprise, you know, started. Well, you know, let's go to, again, kind of Discovery. That's the problem with Discovery. It doesn't know what it wants to bloody be. Um, and, you know, so, or oh, oh, Strange New Worlds. So, yeah. Okay, Strange New Worlds, I, despite how many times Discovery has taken a big turd down my throat, um, <laughs> I with Strange New Worlds, I still remain slightly optimistic just because yeah, Pike same. was. I'll, Pike I'll give it a was, chance. You can't just like yeah rule it out before it's even started, can you? Yeah. And the, the, the thing is, Pike was the best thing about season two. Yeah. See, yeah. actually, me and me and Simon. I mean, that's slightly off topic. But me and Simon really enjoyed season two of Discovery. Even even uh, the stories. Self was yeah, done about. The new number two as well. Number yeah. one, sorry, it's number, number two. Number, number one. Yeah. yeah, but me and Simon <laughs> actually really enjoyed season two, partly because of the Red Angel mystery, we thought they'd done well, but also because of Pike and Spock. That was a big part of why we liked it, wasn't it, Si? Yeah. So, this is an Enterprise episode, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, going off top, but yeah. But I think... I think <laughs> just, just a small thing. Yeah, like, it's all right, <laughs> we'll take the blame. Sorry. Um, like you yeah. say, we'll come back if you want us to come back. We will for that. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, but yeah, but I think I said Enterprise <laughs> kind of this fad of prequels that we're getting now with Star Trek. I think I said that that kind of started with Enterprise. Without Enterprise, you wouldn't have mm. had what we got now. Even if it's kind of questionable. Well, do we really like this new prequel kind of trick? Maybe not, but. If, uh, you know, even within, even in the worst track, there's always some good stuff in there. I, I, I think I said it a minute ago. I think it was daring of them. I, I respect that. that right, they bothered yeah. to Because I think if they'd gone even more futuristic, they could do what they want. It doesn't matter. They've got no, mm. they only have to, you, you don't, you don't even have to worry about what came before too much yeah i mean it's it's great it's great when shows do like a winning formula they give the audience what they want if something is a success oh well you know let's give them more of that but i like um i like you know 
when when so I, I enterprise when they do something completely different that goes against maybe what audiences want it might not always pay off but it can sometimes be very very effective mm. um i mean yeah. as an example i'll just quickly bring it up because i've thought of it and I, you'll you'll probably know more about this too but the, like the last of us part two the game yes that was very controversial and a lot oh, of it was. didn't like I loved it. Went with that. I'm the same, I loved it as well. But an enterprise is a kind of similar thing. People didn't want to prickle, but to hell with it, they did it anyway. And yeah. I think I think now that's kind of paid off. I really think that has now paid off because without Enterprise you wouldn't have the prequel tricks that we're getting now. Yes. So yeah. And I, I gotta believe, I don't know, uh, once I get back out to the conventions and stuff but uh, I know it sounds like I'm joking, but with all the new programming that they're putting out, I've got to believe that there's a lot of fans out there who maybe didn't want to give Enterprise a chance because of rumour and stuff they'd yeah. heard. Yeah. But now after seeing Discovery and whatnot, they might be watching that and going, oh, my God, this is yeah. way better. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, well, even, uh, Simon, and, and especially me, I've, I've really come around. As I said, I think Enterprise is one of my favourite Star Treks now. And it's like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have said that a year ago or even six months ago. So, I think we've definitely got Discovery to thank for that. That like Some of the old school fans that were shitting on Discovery, absolutely, after uh, Discovery, uh, were shitting on Enterprise. After mm-hmm. watching Discovery and Picard and everything else that's getting churned out, they're like, oh, fine, we'll give Enterprise a go. And then it's like, oh, this is actually good Trek. Do you guys like any of the new Trek stuff? Any of them at all? Just out of curiosity. I know you don't like Discovery. Not but... really. Not really for me. Um, mm. I found um, the Lower Deck Season 1, like, mildly nostalgic for all that, you know, uh, seeing similarities to tng and stuff like that i've not watched any of season two yet but that's about it uh with uh discovery me and wayne were both very open to it at first and actually enjoyed a bit of it and were both watching with our families and stuff and thought like oh this is going a interesting direction you know it's got like movie style um effects and stuff going on and but i think by the time we got to season two i think me and Wayne were just without even discussing it just like agreed on like where's this going what the hell is happening in this program like what's going on with these characters and this story and and then uh and what have we oh and then Picard. one season of Picard like obviously yeah. we were both very optimistic about that really wanted to love it and uh, again me and Wayne are always guilty of this just having the same opinion <laughs> without even discussing it like it was just like oh god this isn't what we wanted it to be what's going on here i mean there was some tiny okay bits i was glad to see characters come back uh character interactions but overall the story and new characters and oh just no it's just not doing it for me sorry i mean i think we had some probably probably like more probably the new more it's sad to say probably join more of the new Trek than you guys do, but even even now, even still now, maybe maybe because I've not watched it enough, it's probably a bit biased, but I still prefer old Trek anyway. I said DS9 and now Enterprise. Mm. That's, that's Actually, if anything, 
that's what the new track has done has made me want to go back and watch all the old stuff all over again yeah and 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 in some ways you know even a longer running story arcs i think that's because with like this line especially enterprise it works but the thing about these new treks is these longer running story arcs me and simon have found discovery and even a bit of picard there's not enough episodes. They 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 rush the plots. They move at times. It moves so quickly that the character action. Even sure if they know where they're going, Jamie. To be honest. No, I mean. I think they kind of just make it up as they go along. It feels like. Mm, but but you know I think Enterprise. You know I think it deserves more credit than it gets. It's great that it's it's getting mm. more recognition now, but I think it deserves more credit Good. than it gets in terms of you know. Again, partly because I said it was the first prequel series, and even if we don't entirely love what they're doing now, it it has given us more Trek, essentially. And well, yeah, sorry, Jamie, I'm not sure I've gone. Um, and you know, it's 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 a unique series in itself, and it's like it's a shame it didn't get more than it only got those four seasons because it, it heck did it deserve it. And based on what kind of Berman and but Bregger said, "What what was initially going to be planned from season five onwards? My God, it, it would have been fantastic to see." Yeah, well, fingers crossed, it it could still happen. Like I know they're all getting older, so we, but it could still happen. I would you love, never know. I would love that. <laughs> but sorry, what was you going to say? No, I, I was just going to say, with regards to your question on the new track like jude said with enterprise we were so, with uh, picard we were so optimistic about it and at first it's it like we weren't that critical of it but then as the series just progressed it just seemed it, it just kept getting to me it's like my favorite moments in that series is moments when we have Picard revisiting Riker and Troy and yeah. uh, w- when you have those moments to slow down because yeah. it feels like Trek nowadays is compelled to be nothing but blaster fights. Paramount wants Star Trek to be Star Wars. Yep. That's a good quote. Right there. And it's and it it doesn't give that same heart to what Trek is, and we all, we've all always enjoyed those episodes of Star Trek where suddenly you've got like a hundred uh, warbirds fighting of with DS Nine, and you always get those huge. But the reason why you enjoy that is because it there has been those years of building up on things. You're invested in those characters. Picard has a foot up on Discovery in the sense of we are already invested in a number of the characters that are revisiting us in Picard. Yeah. However, there are certain things that I can't forgive Picard for. And it's it's just I I think at some point I will revisit Picard just to reaffirm why I'm unhappy with it. Uh, I will watch season two. Oh, put it this way: I will always watch New Trek just so that I can formulate an opinion. I know Jude has a hundred percent given up on Discovery; he's not going to yeah. watch anymore. That's fair. No, 
Um, but with... if, if any one of you three guys tells me that, like, oh my god, season four or five, whatever it is, is amazing, you've got to come back to it. I would, but I don't think that's happening for that and, one. And the thing is, it's like with on the opposite end of the spectrum with lower decks. I just, I was absolutely up for lower decks. I was 100% like, yes, like, let's have a comedy cartoon just taking the piss out of Star Trek. But for me, uh, I haven't been offended in any way by anything they've done. I've not been, uh, the, the only thing that I can describe with, uh, lower decks that I've had is meh. My feeling has just been meh. It exists, and and the thing <laughs> is, I've been the only thing that I wanted from it is I wanted lower decks to make me laugh, and yeah. I'm not sure if it's just a question of the American sense of humour. Simon agrees with you on this. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's, it's just hard, the American sense of humour. That I have this disconnect with, but lower decks fail to make me even uh, chuckle once. Wayne, um, listen Same. to our last episode. I spent literally about an hour chatting to Jamie, exactly saying similar things to you. Just like great for Easter eggs, but it needs something more to it. It needs a bit of, I don't know. Um, yeah, something to it. You I'll can't it rely down. on Easter eggs. Like, you're kidding no. me. Like, you can't live on Easter eggs for every single episode like you have to have something no chucking chucking easter eggs into something is all well and good if the show isn't shit <laughs> but yeah it, it's just a question it, it its main promise was just that it was going to be this lark that we can all have a laugh with but for me personally that humor <laughs> really goes on hit. with it yeah I, I, I'll be honest with you. I have only watched the first two episodes of season two, so I, I'm still. Uh, I don't even watch them. No, I'm still watching away and thinking like it. But uh, that's we are we are currently in a strange new world, guys, where <laughs> yes. there is brand new Trek out there, and, and I can't give two shits. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, even, and even you're I more mean, bothered about Mandalorian coming back for the third season yeah. than you are about th- three yeah, or four stuff that. shows on but, them. But it just goes to show you, and even to say, even though me and Sam probably like new check more than you guys, so even we're kind of like again. I said I prefer things like TNG, DS9, all the older Trek stuff, and then, and and now especially now Enterprise. It's like rewatching Enterprise. It's kind of like it's really made me appreciate older Trek more. And like yeah. the, the new stuff, we do like it, and but I, I don't know. It's just it's just it's not, not the same. our track. It's we'll no. watch it because no. we are Star Trek fans. But it's again, it's I am an Extreme fan through oh, and through. I know people are, are watching it right now, but as time goes by as well, as we get Ooh, five years, ten years from now, is it going to be anyone's track? Like no, ten years be. from now, it will be probably. But do you think so? Yeah, yeah that, but they'll think, still um, be interested. But, but think, they will go back to old stuff. And I think I DS9, hope so, yeah. And I think DS9 and and Enterprise stand out as aging incredibly well. I think yeah. they both. I've got to believe it will will stay that way for for generations. Yeah, but you know, I I I get why you guys love Enterprise so much. I get why it's your favorite track because mm. you know, 
Um, yeah, and they, I said they only did four seasons of it, but they did a great job. They did a brilliant job with the show. Um, yeah. Whether you have compare it just to itself or even with the other series, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, doing a prequel, I think it was the right thing. Maybe at the time it probably didn't seem like it was, but I'm glad they did it. Yeah. yeah. So. Absolutely, and and those are quality uh, episodes. The one the one thing that has always disappointed me uh, with Enterprise. And I know that's what he's to say. And it, it's not uh, whether it went four seasons or not. It's the finale. Oh it's, god, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the finale. That's, that is what that episode. That is the one episode I struggle to remain objective with. I you bet always, Simon loved it though. I don't mind it. I don't love it, <laughs> but I'm just not it. Well, Simon, it, um, it's very meh. And I said, Simon, uh, I let it, oh, I was going to ask you, is it your favourite episode? No. No, no, but no. I can live with it. I can watch it, but I, I won't. Just, get, I'm not. I'm not going to get angry about it. Well, I'll like, leave that to you three. But I, well, Riker, the whole thing about Riker's orders and trip disobeying Archer. Simon explained how it lives. But it's, it's so contrived that I can't so make it work. Convoluted. It's, it's like yeah. that's real bloody stretched. If that's the best they could. I just done think it. if if they were going to do that episode, it should have been something way earlier on. Maybe even season one or two, you know, just as a yeah. a jokey one-off episode. Not your finale. Come on. Yeah. No, absolutely. Straight, Jude, straight was, after killing one of your main characters appalling. as well, you know. Me, me and Jude had uh, discussed this and, 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 like, and said, like, if it was a mid-season program that was just a fun episode to, like, it, like showcase like uh, like how enterprise might be seen in the future in tng era and stuff absolutely think it works great mm. however it was on the back of two amazing episodes with demons and terror prime yeah and those were amazing episodes don't get me wrong right. i still think that it would have worked better if uh if like trip had if they really wanted trip to die he it, rather than killing him in these are the voyages you could have easily have had him uh, i would have rather him have sacrificed himself to save the life of his child and in to pole demons yeah in the in at that oh, point in time that, yeah. rather, rather than killing himself to save archer in a situation it, where you know it could they could have got out with yeah and it, it's just, I think, I've always struggled with that one. It's just, it's one I've mm. I said, we try and main objective when we like me and Simon, we particularly do our season reviews, but that's one episode I've always struggled with because it's just, I've got so many problems with it. So many problems with it. It was a real that's, kick yeah. in the teeth to uh, yeah. the Enterprise guys. Yeah. They it, deserve better than that. Yeah. And, yeah. and Terra Prime like, would have been a brilliant finish. Yeah. The one thing I will say as a as a small positive for the finale is at least it didn't tarnish the rest of the series or the rest of that season. At least it didn't do that. I think even you would though, have struggled to have. I think even even if they had, I I don't know how Enterprise in one episode could have tarnished what they had done before because they had done so well. Yeah. With everything else and it's I'm like glad you, that did, 
I'm glad they didn't do that at least. It was still a, an appalling final episode, but yeah, just it just it just didn't work. The whole trip's death, and then Archer's speech—you never heard one iota of that—and just oh. Just. Well, but also the thing is with that finale is it hit many beats that Terra Prime and Demons was already doing because it was another story, literally the episode after a two-parter where Enterprise is going back. Because there is this new peace treaty that is groundbreaking that they are going to sign. And that's what people are protesting for. That's why like the like you've got the people that aren't happy with it on Earth. It's it's tackling racism, it's tackling like mm. xenophobia. And so you've got these issues of like the thing of Enterprise going back for this big inaugural coming together of the foundations of the federation in place and then one episode later literally these are the voyages are once again hitting those beats of they're going back because they're Mm. forming the federation yeah and even and even even the shram plot i didn't have a problem with it was a bit meh but it was fine i didn't that that part of it was absolutely fine it was just the whole tng thing Riker's orders and just the way Trip's death was done. That was the real issues that I had. If you yeah. if you'd taken that and had the Shram plot tweaked, if you if they were so still insistent on killing off Trip, but doing it in a way that's more plausible and works, and then maybe just hear a bit of Archer's speech at the end, I probably would have been fine with it. So some slight tweaks, and I think the episode could have worked all right. I think it, I whenever we uh, talk to somebody who is going in with Enterprise uh, for the first time, we always turn around and say, OK, wh- when you get season four, watch These Are the Voyages halfway through and then mm. treat Demon and Terra Prime as your season finale. Yeah. You'll enjoy the season Good so advice. much better. Yeah. Well, interestingly, showrunner Manny Koto says that he saw the episode as Coda rather than being finale, with Terra Prime and Demons being the actual ending of the show. So what does that tell you? Even the showrunners are going, yeah, I'm yeah. not happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they knew they'd messed up. <laughs> but yeah. putting that aside, Enterprise was a great series. I, I think it's, I said, there's not many episodes I've gone in and i even I've truly despised. I mean, the only other one I really don't like is a Night in Sick Bay. That's the only other one. Oh, I, I like it. I, I like love that. Night in Sick Bay. I know you guys do. I know. Yeah. We, I you know just got to be in the right mood for it. I, I, I cannot stand that episode. I just, I just. Don't. That's fine. We're all <laughs> allowed Watch to. it the next time you've got flu or something. <laughs> like, and you're in bed, just going like, uh. Um, watch it that day. But, but yeah, I. I think Enterprise or when your dog's ill, <laughs> or your pet, whatever you got, or Paul Fos. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to have seen the Path of Saving the Day episode? Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> someone actually going to do an episode about coming up. I think is it with scenarios of how Paul Fos could actually save the day in a certain ship scenario. If the ship they was... did it with Wesley over and over. I did it with yeah, Paul Fos yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the other thing as well about Enterprise. Just quickly say, it's, the, it's kind of the first trick series where a captain had a pet, which I thought was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Livingston. Yeah. 
Well, that, that's the thing. It, obviously, yeah, Picard had his fish, and we know that Janeway had a dog before going away. Yeah. However, now Archer knew that he was going to be out there for some time, so he took it's took his pup one. with him. Yeah. Yeah. But. but yeah. Um. Is there anything more we want to say about Enterprise? Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> and if you guys want. Watch it. Someone's got the hashtag stuff on all that social media. Not me, but someone else. Well, yeah. Here's this for a question for both of you. For the last final question, what episode would you say for a new fan to watch? Which one should they watch? Kind of. I was just wondering that earlier on, and I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, Okay. Well, you're gonna want it to be a one shot. Uh, to like, because obviously, if you're wanting to win someone over. You're not going to really want it to be reliant upon an overarching story unless it's a standalone one within that. So you probably want to probably want to avoid pretty much season three and four. So you're probably looking at more yeah. sort of like in the well, first two seasons. I, I do really like the one that you guys or one of you was dissing earlier on, the Andorian <laughs> incident. I, I really like that one. I really like the uh, the one on <laughs> Earth, Wayne. What's that one where uh, to Paul and Carbon Creek? Yeah, I really oh, that like that one. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Carbon Creek. Yeah. Okay, it, it, Simon, are we talking about someone who is a Trek fan but just hasn't tried Enterprise, or are we talking someone who's never checked out Trek whatsoever? Because those whatever are two very one different. you want to go for, whatever. Carbon Creek would be good for the latter, I think. Yeah, someone Carbon Creek for it. someone who is a big Trek fan. I think would definitely work well. Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. For someone who's never watched Trek before, that's tricky. Uh, Netflix on right now. I could just have a little skin. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through the episode list to see which ones I would actually trip. Because as Jude said, I think Enterprise definitely has the strongest opener episode out of all of Trek. Yes. That is very good, actually. No, I, I I could say that one, the very first episode. But for the uh, for the old Trek fans, you could say any one of. Is there one or two? Mirror, mirror. It's it, well, no, it's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. It's a so, two-parter. And that's the thing. Season four, even though um, it, it, there is a whole bunch of standalone episodes in season four. Acquisition. Uh, the Ferengi episode. I wouldn't recommend it as being like my number one go-to, <laughs> but also I, I appreciate what they done there because no one ever identified them as Ferengi. It is once again goes back to their brilliant job at preserving the timeline. Yeah, timeline. Yeah, yeah. and also and Paul first got put in that was it that that chest or whatever it was, but he couldn't mm-hmm. read. Oh, for God's sake, Jamie. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Cold front. Um. That's a... Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Uh, in, in a mirror darkly is a good, uh, is a very. It's if you, but once again, if you don't like mirror universe episodes, <laughs> it's not going to win you over because there are a. A big like a portion of Star Trek fans who just don't like Mirror Universe episodes. Naughty Hoshi. 
even in just oh, just yeah. four seasons, we've still got <laughs> just under a hundred episodes to choose from there, so it's not easy. No. God, I completely forgot fucking uh, Brent Spiner was in a few. Oh yeah, no, totally think. forgot yeah, that. Coal Station Twelve, and the Augment. Yeah. yeah. Episodes. And, I think it's four to six. I think. Uh yes yes you're right. which Noonien Singh is he he's um I can't remember now he's like Eric. Uh, so yeah I think it's like I think he's like a generation or two from um Noonien yeah. I think when he's good, when he's going to create data at the end he starts he goes oh it might take me a generation or two so yeah. I kind of keep it a bit vague I, I like that at the time yeah I've not watched it rewatched that in a while. Mm-hmm. I've recommended you. It's, 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 oh, it's, 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 oh, I will. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch this. Like, it's just, I I've like got to do my the, DS9 the, and Voyager rewatch first at the moment. I like the one with the Romlin drone. I like that three parter. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, what was it? United, the Enar, and yeah but yeah. once again laying, laying teasers of where season five would have been going because we know that Enterprise would have been going into the yeah. Romulan War. That's right. Yeah, I've read I've read um, a couple of the Enterprise books they did afterwards. Oh, was, really? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, well, actually, they actually they explain it. They 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 changed the whole thing with Trek. Thank God for that. He joins uh, Section Thirty One. Um, so the whole his accident, they actually explain all that away in a much much more better way. Uh, but yeah, they do through the Romulan War and stuff, and it's. And I think they're still doing Enterprise books. I think they've even gone beyond 2161. So, like, wow. I think Archer's like Admiral, and I think Malcolm Reed gets his own ship and all that kind of stuff. And I've not read some of those books, I've just heard about them. But I'm going to have to do that at some point, yeah. I know I know, it's a bit of a prickly issue. Are books considered canon or not? But, but ah, who cares? Yeah, if you want to read them, you read them. You enjoy oh, yeah, them. But, um, yeah, but yeah, it would have been incredible to see the one million more. It really would have been incredible yes. to see that. Um, and also knowing that they were, uh, they confirmed that they were intending to make Shran a permanent member of the crew. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm doing something all over that. I'm getting very excited about that. I'll put it in those words. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to yeah. say what Wayne would say. <laughs> Nearly did. <laughs> yeah, you behaved yourself, Jude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, just thinking about it, I th- I think it would. I think I would recommend Carbon Creek to How people. That, then? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll go for that. That's our joint decision. Yeah, and you and you got to think as well with with you know people who've never watched Star Trek or maybe even I don't know if they're not really as much into sci-fi. It's a pretty, it's a there's sci-fi elements in there, but it's a pretty much. I mean, you could easily pass off that episode. It's just kind of a. Um, like a drama coming to a coming to a town after a crash and you meet. I think I think what was done in like anything between TNG Voyager DS9 and Enterprise a lot of the time the writers like one writer or several writers combined could do in 45 minutes or less what other people struggle to do in 90 minutes in the cinema mm-hmm. like perfectly and that and that's a great yeah. example oh yeah and definitely the- and also Carbon Creek has uh, beautiful elements that reflect upon uh, City on the Edge of Forever, that sort yes. of feel. Mm. Yeah. As well. So it, so for, it, there is a lot for Trek fans to appreciate out of that. Mm-hmm. But 
yeah no and for if you are a mirror universe person then definitely check out and i gotta say uh when i the first time i watched enterprise like paul did like sort of win me over as my favorite vulgar not not for those reasons that they <laughs> not for those two reasons <laughs> not for those maybe two a little reasons bit Jude, maybe a little <laughs> i don't know maybe but <laughs> i'm just teasing you um but but now that i'm re-watching voyager like i'm starting to lean towards uh <laughs> at the moment but uh no i think she does a great job the actress and character is great yeah mm-hmm. and and to paul even even kind of her be, being more emotional they were going to explain that with that her father was a romulan there was going to be the, the revelation that her father was actually romulan so that's where that emotional part of her would have come from i mean it works okay without it you know the whole trillium d thing which is fine but mm-hmm. it but it just yeah it's just oh bloody hell what did oh they need to bring enterprise back <laughs> let's do it let's do I it i really want them to bring it back it would be nice. That's it. So. Start the campaign, Jamie. <laughs> um, so, is there anything more we want to say about the 20th anniversary? But I think I think we've I think we've covered everything. I think, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's it's just aged fantastic. I'm glad yeah. that it exists. It's it it's a shame that it never went longer, but. Yeah. Uh, we love it. It, it and and you never know you never know when you look at tng season seven that's hardly its strongest season uh mm-hmm. out of what's come before so you never know who it maybe if it had gone longer maybe it would have gone down the pan but we just don't know it, yeah you, yeah you'll just it, never know unfortunately exactly so yeah. but i'm glad that it exists and it's Definitely, especially in today's day and age, if you haven't checked out Enterprise, there oh, yeah. is it, it is well worth a visit to see whether it, it whether it scratches that Trek itch that maybe some of the newer Trek isn't doing for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we can all we can all recommend it. Um, and you know, I said that's why we wanted to do kind of a celebratory episode on Enterprise. I said it def it deserves the recognition that it gets and. I think really kind of, you know, Voyager's getting its own documentary and you've got the whole thing at Destination Star Trek. Oh, it is, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it nice. got funded. They crowdfunded it. Yeah, and I think, oh, I think cool. Enterprise, I, I don't know, I don't, I'm sure it's not intentional, but it feels like Enterprise has kind of been forgotten about a bit, I think. It'll get one. Uh, It'll get uh, one. Uh, yeah, be... it's, it kind of feels like it's going in order almost, doesn't it? Yeah, um, but um, yeah, I just... I thought I'll put some money in if, if I see it on a... Uh, kickstarter thing or you know all these pages I'll, I'll do it i'll put something in but um yeah we just wanted to just do this episode and just i said get you guys back on I said you both love enterprise and well we haven't we have a chat with you for ages so um uh, well, thank you for having us it's been yeah cheers, guys. Oh, thank you thank you for guys for coming on and we'll so, yeah, we'll if you want us to join to you for the discovery one then i'm up for that <laughs> we'll try and behave ourselves <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing we're looking at how we would improve it so you know i'm sure i, I we'll... think i could yeah i think I could, <laughs> we could both give a lot of constructive criticism yeah I'm, there I'm is sure... some stuff we like yeah and i'm sure there's i'm sure me and Simon... i can count on one hand yeah, yeah. i'm sure there's i'm sure <laughs> me and Simon exists, with that though. episode would we probably would be on the same wavelength for a lot of things yeah I mean, okay let's do so, it then yeah 
awesome. Well, I, we, we, we'll, um, we, I think it's in our schedule next year, and it's so. So we'll, yeah. well, I'll add that. I'll add to our schedule that we'll get you guys back on for that. So, but yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. Just thank you again for coming on. It's been great catching up with you guys and talking enterprise. It said it's, it's always a pleasure. Cheers. As I said, I'm a new fan myself now. I, it's one of my favourite tricks now, alongside DS9. So Good. I'm in the same boat as you guys. Excellent. Oh, well, we're glad to have you. Yeah. Go away, yeah. Si. You're not, you're not invited. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. He's not in our club. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even even Simon, you know, even Simon's come to appreciate Enterprise more than you used to, didn't you, Si? I say I like it. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm not going any further. No, 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 no. It doesn't need to be your uh, uh, your favourite show. That's We're it. We're going to get you a blue and yellow suit for Christmas. <laughs> don't worry, Simon. <laughs> we are not Discovery fans. Just because you don't like Enterprise doesn't mean that we're going to make out that you're a misogynist racist <laughs> just because you don't like it. It's fine. <laughs> we understand this. We're old school. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah. You're just not woke enough to like Enterprise, is what it is, Simon. <laughs> Fuck you and your xenophobia. So I, I'm what you got keep... against dogs? Yeah, we got against poor folks. Yeah, yeah. You're a horrible person, Simon. You're a dogophobe. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, we. We, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. We'll have Simon cancelled by the next episode. Yeah. Hashtag cancel Simon. <laughs> Ban dogophobia. Oh, yeah. dear. Anyway. Sorry, guys. No, you're fine. No. But, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne and Jude, for, for joining us again. And, yeah, we'll... We'll be back soon, guys, with, with another episode. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. We love you really, Simon. Yeah, we yeah. love you. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Rock Bye. on. Live Bye. long and prosper. <laughs> Except you, <laughs> Simon. <laughs>